Paul McMahon is calling it a career. Dominic Gordon switches teams and wins on the dirt at Indy. The 360 Nationals and USA Nationals start today and a lot more. Let's go. It's Thursday, August 4th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Lots of stuff to get to today. Racing from last night, racing tonight, a bunch of info and news bits for you. So let's uh, jump right in here. We'll start with the BC39 on the dirt track at IMS. Last night's program included a round of heat races and the Stoops Pursuit Race. The event was delayed during the program because of rain, but they did eventually get all of the action complete. We talked yesterday about all of the different drivers that would be in the field. And I mentioned Ricky Stenhouse Jr. when I talked about that. I was surprised, though, to see that he wasn't in a Clawson Marshall car yesterday. He's been a part of that program for a really long time. And normally when he hops in a midget, like at the Chili Bowl, it's with CMR. For this event, though, he's in a non-sponsored car with Dave McDalby. Supposedly, it wasn't a bad split between the two sides. So maybe we'll see them together again in the future. The racing was pretty good before the rain came, but it did seem like after the storm, the track was maybe a little too hooked up for there to be really great side-by-side action. One of the wildest moments in heat races was before the rain. In heat four, Cannon McIntosh ended up flipping, but the car landed on all four wheels, seemingly undamaged, and the safety crew pushed him back off again, and he just rejoined the tail and kept driving. And then he ended up driving back through the field to finish second, uh, and he's third in passing points heading into tonight's qualifier. According to Wikipedia, leading the way in points is Chris Windham with Mitchell Moles in second. Some names with work to do tonight include Stenhouse, uh, Donnie Schatz, Jerry Coons Jr., Ryan Timms, uh, and Brian Wiedemann. The pursuit race was wild at the start. We'd lost Chance Crum, Michael Facino, Justin Grant, Timez, Kyle Larson, Michael Pickens, and Emerson Axon before we even had a lap complete. Remember that if you were involved in a caution, you were basically out right at that point. Out front, though, things were kind of actually pretty ho-hum with Dominic Gordon dominating the 25-lap event, leading every lap and taking the win. Gordon had been running the season with Chad Boat, but was in a Keith Coons car last night. Not sure what happened there, but uh, Gordon looked really good in that KKM piece. Looking at tonight, we'll get a round of qualifying races set by the points from Wednesday, and then we'll get into main events. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Larson tonight. I'll go with Justin Grant. You can again watch this one live on Flow Racing. Keep an eye on social media, though. There is some weather uh, in the area tonight. I know they've already had some rain, uh, but there might be some delays or things like that again through the evening. So we'll just kind of have to wait and see there. Elsewhere tonight, the USA Nationals begin at Cedar Lake Speedway for the World of Outlaws Lay Model Series. The Outlaw competitors raced one week ago at Fairbury for 50 grand to win, and they'll do it again this week. Tonight is a full program with $6,000 going to the feature winner. Friday, we'll get double heat races and an eight-car dash, which will then lead into last chance races and the feature on Saturday. In the Outlaw Championship standings, Dennis Hunter Jr. continues to lead Max Blair and Tanner English. The previous USA Nationals winners in recent seasons are Jonathan Davenport from 2021, Brandon Overton in 2020, and Chris Madden in 2019. Obviously, uh, we should see a lot of cars uh, this weekend as well with so much money on the line. A couple of driver notes for you around this event. First, we will not see Josh Richards at all over the next three nights. We found out from his social media accounts that Josh is dealing with COVID right now and won't compete this weekend. It's not been a great stretch here for Josh. He's been dealing with that injury from Eldora. Now he's getting sick. Uh, hopefully he can kind of get past all of this and start feeling better soon and you know be able to race a little bit. Also, Shannon Babb has rolled into Cedar Lake with a Longhorn chassis, which is a switch from the Bloomquist he's been running in the past. We'll have to wait and see how he does with that new piece. 
The prediction formula likes Overton tonight. I'm going to go with Madden, though. He's been really strong uh, this season. Obviously, has won a ton of money. You can watch the USA Nationals all weekend long over on Dervision. We'll continue to talk about that on the show tomorrow as well. At Knoxville tonight, a uh, big two weeks of racing gets underway with the first of two prelim nights for the 360 Nationals. Tonight and tomorrow, prelim nights, Saturday's main event, though, 30000 to win for the 360 competitors. We'll then have the Capitani Classic on Sunday. That will be the final tune-up again before the Knoxville Nationals start on Wednesday. We've got 53 cars pre-entered for tonight with well over 100 expected for three days. Each night completely stacked with talent. Uh, you know, it's it's tough to uh, to get an easy prelim night when you go to Knoxville. The Thursday portion includes names like Ayrton Jenatin, Aaron Reitzel, Chase Randall, Parker Price Miller, Corey Day, Shane Golubic, Gio Selzy, Anthony Macri, Zepp Wise, Corey Eliason, Austin McCarl, and a whole bunch more. Gio is actually the defending 360 Nationals winner, so we'll see him tonight. But we've uh, seen Aaron Reitzel have a bunch of success at Knoxville this season. He's won in both the 410 and the 360, so he's definitely going to be one to watch this weekend. I think these guys are in for some tough racing with such strong fields both uh, both nights. And just like the 410 Nationals will qualify tonight, the top 50 will make heats. We'll have six car inverts in those heats, and then the top four heat finishers go to the feature. Everyone else will go to B's and uh, go to the B and C. Drivers will then be lined up on Saturday based on how they do tonight and tomorrow. You get points uh, through the night, uh, and then where you finish in the points after your prelim night is then going to line you up for Saturday. If you want to watch tonight uh, and you aren't going to be in Knoxville, Iowa, remember Dirt Vision has the live stream. You can either do pay-per-view or you have to have the year-long pass. If you're a modified fan, make sure you check out the USMTS this weekend. They've got three shows starting tonight at 81 Speedway. They then move to Humboldt on Friday and then Lucas Oil on Saturday. With five wins and 15 top fives, Dustin Sorensen leads the championship over Tanner Mullins and defending champion Derek Ramirez. Jake O'Neill continues to lead all drivers with seven wins, but he's not running the full schedule, so not in the championship battle. An incredible 226 cars have made a USMTS appearance this season. The Modifieds are live all season long over on Race and Dirt. And a couple of race winners for you from last night at Action Track USA. Briggs Danner and Chris Allen won the two USAC East Coast Sprint Car main events. Allen won the makeup feature from July 13th, and Danner topped Alex Bright in the night's actually scheduled show. Colin White tried a late slider on Allen, but about knocked the wall down in turn four, and then Allen was able to drive by for the win. Danner continues to lead the season-long standings with the USAC East Coast Sprint Cars. A couple of uh, Sprint Car and World of Outlaws notes for you today. Before we close out, it sounds like Sprint Car racer Paul McMahon is calling it a career. He tweeted earlier today, 827, hashtag last call, and tagged Placerville Speedway. He'll end his career at the track where he made his first 410 start way back in 1987. Pulse of the Wall has over 1,300 career World of Outlaws appearances, and according to the World of Outlaws website, is tied with Tim Schaefer for 23rd all-time in series wins at 27. His best seasons were 2013 and 2014, both years he finished third in the standings behind Darren Pittman and Donnie Schatz. Pittman the champion in 2013, Schatz the champion in 2014. He had four wins uh, in 2013, five wins in 2014. We haven't seen Paul run with the Outlaws since that big crash on his prelim night at the Knoxville Nationals one year ago. He did make two starts with the All-Stars this season. Uh, he had a best finish of 10th at Atomic in June. McMahon's last All-Star victory came during the Ohio Sprint Speed Week in 2021, and his last Outlaw win was at Lawrenceburg in 2015. When I worked at World Racing Group, we always had fun with Paul because of his constant travel issues, delayed flights, hotels. Uh, I think there were floods and all kinds of other things in there. 
Uh, so we always had fun with Paul on social media and uh, uh, definitely a fantastic sprint car career. A lot of wins between the All-Stars and Outlaws. He won the Brad Doty Classic. Uh, plenty of strong seasons for there uh, for him as well. Happy to see him get to go out on his own terms. And I wanted to talk today, the Word of Outlaws put out a statement about what happened uh, on Saturday night at Weed Sport. The statement reads, the Word of Outlaws officials have completed our review of Saturday night's event at Weed Sport Speedway. Our race protocol is to call a yellow flag for a spinning car on the racing surface during competition. During the event, the number 17 Stenhouse Junior Marshall Racing Team car driven by Sheldon Huddenshield spun into the infield uh, and off the racing surface. However, yellow flag was not called at the time of the spin, resulting in the 17 not returning to competition. We have reviewed our procedures and protocols and taken additional measures to ensure the highest level of consistency, safety, and fairness uh, is achieved in all aspects of our competition. The results from Saturday's event are uh, official as posted. So no penalties for Sheldon for throwing his helmet onto the track. The outlaws basically admitting that this probably shouldn't have happened uh, and that no other actions will take place. So hopefully this is something we won't see again in the future. And I also wanted to point out a tweet from Johnny Gibson. He tweeted earlier, just an FYI, my employer has a company-wide policy of keeping employee information, including salary, disciplinary action, et cetera, private. But after the recent Cedar Lake incident, which he's referring to the work area issue between the official and a Tony Stewart racing crew member, I can say our usual road crew was one man short for a few races. So Johnny Gibson definitely uh, seeming to uh, assert there that uh, somebody was suspended for a couple of nights following that incident. Uh, A lot of people wondering why we haven't gotten a penalty or anything public, but I guess that's Johnny kind of confirming that there were some things that were happening behind the scenes, even if we don't uh, didn't know about it. Uh, there are eight shows on today's streaming schedule uh, across the services. Duravision has night one from the USA Nationals on Cedar uh, from Cedar Lake uh, and uh, night one of the 360 Knoxville Nationals. Flow Racing has night two of the BC 39 and Flow 24-7. Race and Dirt has the USMTS Modifieds at 81, like I mentioned. There's also Wissota and IMCA racing over on Speedsport. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.